live around the globe. It's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. You're listening to America's most widely, by far most widely syndicated radio travel show. Nice to have you in the house. I'm Rudy Max, a travel journalist and broadcaster, coming to you this week from London, where, as you might imagine, the overnight news from Paris is topping number one. London knows terrorism. During what are called the Troubles, the Irish Republican Army planted as many as 10,000 bombs around London over the course of three decades, the 70s, 80s, and 90s. In 2005, a coordinated series of bombs went off in central London on underground trains and a bus. 52 people were killed. 700 injured. The bombs were set by four British Islamist suicide bombers. Like Paris, London has a large Muslim population, and like Paris, those communities have their radical fringes. As I said in the show's previous hour, I fear both cities will have more of those events on the horizon, though I certainly think both cities are worth your time to visit and are generally safer than your average large American city. Meanwhile, our thoughts go out to the victims and the families of victims of the terrible violence, really a massacre, really, when you get down to it, in Paris on Friday night. In a few minutes, you'll meet a guy who decided on his 37th birthday to see a stage production of all of Shakespeare's 37 plays. And he did it with a bit of travel all in one year. Then Robert and Mary talked to an upmarket tour company based right here in London who wants to know why you want to travel so it can help you go where you want to travel. Sometimes you might not even know where they're sending you. Plus, we'll take a happier look at Paris, and in particular, its famous bridges. A few months ago, we talked with a photographer who photographed many of Paris's most romantic bridges. But my guest today, Gary Zucker, decided to memorialize them at night. And the result is a gorgeous picture book that Francophiles will want to have in their libraries or on their coffee tables. And then Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative reporter, uh, uh, a Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative reporter, excuse me, reveals where and who services many of America's passenger planes. You might be surprised and none too happy about what he found. Um, first, a, a couple of short news items before we get to my first guest. Europe's ultra-low fare carrier Ryanair has been known for its cutthroat pricing policies and its general disregard for customers, but its acerbic CEO, Dennis O'Leary, you've heard me talk about him a lot. He's famous for once floating the idea of charging passengers to use onboard lavatories, so I think he was just looking for publicity. Anyway, Dennis O'Leary decided that being nice might have its benefits. He said he decided his airline was becoming obsessed, that's his word, with having the lowest costs in the business. So he scrapped some of its most unpopular fares, decided to allow passengers to bring out a second bag, on board that is. Profits for the six months of the year, the first six months of this year, rose by 37% compared to the same time last year. The number of passengers flying Ryanair went up by 13%. You see, that's what nice gets you sometimes. Uh, a 25-year-old Brit named Kingston, James Kingston scaled the Eiffel Tower this week in Paris without safety ropes and without permission. He posted a video on YouTube. He evaded the guards at night but was arrested in the morning. He's been released on the condition that he doesn't try it again for three years. How about that? The YouTube video has, uh, in the last, well, it's just, it was posted early this week. Between then and now, it's received more than 1.5 million views. Meth in the Smithsonian? Well, sort of. You're going to have to wait until 2018 to see what the folks who brought you Breaking Bad donated this week 
to the National Museum of American History. But I can tell you among the items are bags of the blue sky, that blue, the blue crystals of fake meth that Walter White made on the show. There are also cups from the fictional restaurant Los, Pol Los Polos Hermanos and Hank Schrader's DEA badge. Dan Wilson's a guy who likes Shakespeare so much he'll travel tens of thousands of miles to see the bard's work appear on stage. I saw a short item about him in a London newspaper this week, rang him up to hear his story in person. Dan, thank you for joining us. Nice to have you here. Thank you very much. So this all began with your 37th birthday last year, as I understand it. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, it's not so much about Shakespeare. I mean, I liked Shakespeare, but I wasn't a massive buff. I mean, it was more about what are there 37 of on my 37th birthday, and that was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> so where, where did you have to travel to in order to see all in one year all 37 plays? Well, mostly I travelled around the UK. I, went, I live in Hove on the south coast, but I went to London a lot. Uh, I went to Stratford-on-Avon, York, Edinburgh, um, Leicester, all, all sort of places in England. I had to travel to Brussels to see the three parts of Henry VI, uh, Rome to see the Comedy of Errors, and then finally to Oregon in the US to see Pericles at the uh, Oregon Shakespeare Festival. All right, you told me you weren't a massive fan when you started. Are you now? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, it's, I do recommend people go and see more Shakespeare um, because the breadth and depth of his work is marvellous. And I just think plays like A Midsummer Night's Dream, As You Like It, The Comedies, and Merry Wives of Windsor, uh, just, just really lovely, frothy shows. And um, uh, it, they're so often over in the UK, of course, performed outside. So take a picnic, take a bottle of something and a pork pie and have a lovely time. I couldn't agree more. I remember as a young man seeing something at the Royal Shakespeare Theatre here. It just blew me away. Blew me away. Gave me a whole new appreciation of Shakespeare. I think I was like 21 or something. But let me. Uh, had, had you read most of Shakespeare's plays before you went to see them on stage? No, not at all. I'd, I'd, I did a list. I think I'd seen about six of them and maybe read a few more. I didn't take a degree in the major in English, for instance. So, no, it turned out that I thought I was, I thought I was reasonably knowledgeable, but I was actually entirely ignorant. <laughs> what do you do for a living, may I ask? I'm a writer. I'm a, a business journalist. I run a, a website in the UK called TameBay, which is a site for eBay and Amazon sellers. I see. I see. And uh, yeah, not, not at all Shakespeare kind of writing at all. No, I, don't, I, write in, I write in modern contemporary prose, not sonnets style. And, and do you have plans to see Shakespeare in the near future or have well, you about had it for that, oh. that year you spent in the room? Yeah, I'm actually going to see, uh, going up to London uh, to the Globe's uh, indoor, the Globe Theatre, which is on the South Bank, which is a sort of reproduction of Shakespeare's uh, Globe Theatre. Um, and I'm going, they've got an indoor theatre called the Sam Wanamaker Playhouse. And I'm going up there to see Pericles actually in the week after next. Um, which I must say is well, to, your for you. to your American, I must say to your American readers, please don't be put off by what happened in Paris. Come to London and Paris. It's perfectly safe. I, I've said so much. Uh, I've said that on the show, the first hour of the show and the second hour. I think you may have heard my introduction. Thank you very much, Dan, and happy birthday a year. Well, your 38th must be coming up. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. 
Dan Wilson is a guy, as I said, who knows what he wants to do on his birthday. His 37th birthday, he set out both to the United States and parts of Europe and all around uh, the UK to find to, to see all 37 Shakespeare plays staged. When he, oh, by the way, uh, Macy's flagship store in New York City announced this week that it chose Peanuts as the theme for its always popular Christmas windows. Now, that's Peanuts as in Charles Schultz's cartoon character, not as in what they grow a lot of in Georgia. Uh, the displays will re scenes from a Charlie Brown Christmas. That TV special, by the way, remember Charlie Brown Christmas? You, you may not even have to remember. You probably saw last Christmas if you have kids. I didn't know this, but believe it or not, a Charlie Brown Christmas was first broadcast 50. That's five zero years ago. Unbelievable. All right. When we come back here in Rudy Max's World, the head of a bespoke travel company based in London looks at your future in travel, your future travel in a very different way. Robert and Mary Carey have the interview. Don't go away. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a special holiday gift or do you enjoy eating the best of the best? WeBeMeat.com has been serving quality meats and seafood to the finest restaurants across the country for years. Now available online, this family-owned business offers the highest quality fresh meats and seafood delivered right to your door. Make someone's holiday extra special or treat yourself to the freshest meat and seafood available online. Visit WeBeMeat.com and use promo code RUDY to save 20%. That's WeBeMeat.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Savvy travelers know that there are river cruises, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways. You've heard Rudy, Mary, and me talking about Emerald for some time now. They offer excellent value and amenities not found with the competition. Their ships have onboard pools and cinemas, an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, all gratuities, shore excursions, Wi-Fi, beer and wine, port charges. They're all included. Order your free brochure today at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it, get it, use it. Get it, use it, get it, use it, get it, use it, get it, use it. Book your trip with Orbitz, get Orbitz rewards, and use them instantly, only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards, instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com slash rewards. Okay, you've searched online for airline tickets, car rentals, hotels, or everyday items, and later, bam, ads start popping up for exactly what you've searched for. Coincidence? No. This is big business, and the reason we've teamed up with trackoff.com to protect your personal data, online activity, and privacy. One easy download stops the snoops from prying into our online life. Trackoff alerts us to who's tracking us and helps stop them cold. Try it free for seven days and enter promo code RUDY to save 15% at trackoff.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back. It's 18 past the hour. It's been a fun show so far today with the guest Rudy's been speaking with. This is Rudy Max's World with Robert and Mary Carey. And while Rudy's in London this week, Mary and I thought we'd take a few minutes to introduce you to the founder of a truly unique London-based travel company, Brown & Hudson, that's now featuring Journeys with No Destination. 
We think you're going to enjoy this segment. But first, we need to share that this portion of the show is sponsored by WeBeMeat.com. We're what, Mary? Six weeks from Christmas, I think three weeks from the start of Hanukkah? I think so, yes. Yeah, uh, well, if you're looking for a special holiday gift for someone, check out WeBeMeat.com. They've been providing quality meats and seafood to the finest restaurants across the country for over 50 years. Now available online, this family-owned business offers the highest quality fresh meats and seafood delivered right to your door within 48 hours of ordering. Their meats are all natural, there's no antibiotics, no hormones, they're USDA prime, never frozen, grass-fed, and sourced from sustainable family-owned farms. No one ever forgets the best meals they've ever had. So enjoy the experience yourself or share it with family and friends this holiday season by giving a gift from WeBeMeat.com. Choose from fresh beef, pork, chicken, lamb, venison, and bison, or an array of great seafood. You know, I was on their website this week, and it's easy to navigate. I had no problem finding what I wanted. So right now, listeners of the show, they'll save 20% with their purchase. That's 20%. Just log on to WeBeMeat.com and use promo code Rudy to save 20% on your entire order. That's WeBeMeat.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Philippe Brown is the founder and chief visionary officer of Brown & Hudson a London-based bespoke travel company serving some of the world's most demanding clients since 2007. We'll get to bespoke in a minute. Before discovering travel, he worked in advertising in London and Paris, fueling his creativity and conceptual thinking. A travel sabbatical, however, ultimately turned into his new career, and today the Brown and Hudson team build customized travel experiences that focus more on the why of travel than the where. Philippe Brown, welcome to Rudy Max's World with Robert and Mary Carey. Thanks for being with us today. It's a great pleasure. Lovely to meet you both. So, Philippe, before we get into the details of A Journey with No Destination, one of your most recent very intriguing programs, we'd like to ask you your opinion on what you think travelers are seeking today and some of the trends that have led you to uh, develop some of your concepts in your business. Um, Increasingly, people are looking for experiences. Um, That's the the first point. Experiences are effectively activities, encounters, meetings, uh, things that are going to change them in in a profound way. In the past, people might have traveled to see a place and to tick things off a list or maybe stay at a particular hotel. That's happened, and a lot of people have already done that, and now they're they're looking for more from travel, so they're seeking experiences. Um, Another trend is to have experiences tailored specifically for them. People aren't interested in what everyone else does. Nowadays, because there's so much information on the net, uh, on the web, they want to bring it back to their story and to their particular experiences. So with all that information out there, people want to bring it back to their particular story see the world through their lens. Well, you know, and and that kind of fits well. You position your company as a bespoke travel company. And let's address bespoke because clearly it's not a typical term used by most travel companies, but it does fit nicely for the boutique, the upscale custom operators like Brown and Hudson. Explain why it fits, Philippe. Um, It fits uh, for Brown and Hudson in particular because we are true to the original sense of the word. Uh, A bespoke tailor on Savile Row in Mayfair would be someone who might have had a long-standing relationship uh, with a customer's family. They might know subtle details when fitting someone's suit. Uh, For example, someone has stopped smoking, and thus they're going to put on a little bit of weight. They might know details about that person's subtleties that aren't obvious, but that inform the tailoring of of the suit. And we have a very similar relationship with our clients. The process that we go through uh, means that we learn a great deal about them when we're planning the trip. We learn even more when they're traveling and even more once they've returned and they tell us how things went. And so in that respect, we dig into incredible detail both uh, with our clients and then with their experience in country. 
And so if someone says to us, you know what, I'm on the board of X particular brand of soda, and it makes me crazy to see that other brand in my minibar, then we'll ensure that that other brand isn't there. Wow, that's down and to that, very specific details. Well, life, life yeah. is short. So things sh- at this level and right. at our level, we care about things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's another subtle uh, version of that. It could be someone's going to a restaurant. You know, you, you could park the car at the far end of the parking lot, or the car could be there mm-hmm. to meet them when they leave. They don't have to spend right. their precious holiday time doing something as mundane as walking across a huge parking well, lot. Well, that, right. that address is bespoke. So, Philippe, mm. let's get into now this um, a journey with no destination. Which we find fascinating and really Great. want you to share with our audience what this is all about. Um, seemingly aiming to shift the traveler's focus away from the selection and planning of the trip. And the entire itinerary, from the way I understand it, is organized as somewhat of a surprise. So do you, do you interview clients? Walk us through that process. Absolutely. In, in all areas of our business, the foundation of what we do is on the person, their motivations, their, their, their wishes and desires, and, and, their, and, then, and their goal. This particular idea is taking uh, that idea even further. It's basically saying we've noticed that uh, you know, in, in the past, and, and most travel companies are focused on selling the places they know right. and, and telling people, go here because of this reason. And because we have a different focus on the person, we thought, well, let's start with the person. And and generally speaking, our interest is is in thinking about travel and thinking differently about how it can help people. So as you mentioned, we start with a a trip planning interview. um, And over the past few um, months, we noticed that more and more people were telling us basically how they wanted to feel. They, They weren't very specific about what they wanted to do. And they said, you know what, I want to feel... Uh, rested, or I want to have learned this, or have changed in this way. So we thought, why don't you take that to an extreme and and challenge people with this idea, challenge people to think differently about travel, and say, how about if we don't tell you where you're going, but we tell you that we'll guarantee that you'll have that outcome. Um, well, so okay, so but, but, but Philippe, after you do that interview, you get that information, and literally, you have your travelers that are showing up to airports. They have some basic information about maybe what to pack or mm-hmm. uh, and so forth, and maybe how roughly how long the flight time is going to be. But they have no idea where they're going, and you're really providing not only then but throughout the trip a spontaneous trip throughout their excursion. Correct. Well, it, it's actually, it, it can be that if someone wants to take it to that extreme. But what we do is um, they're not completely without a safety net. The only thing they do not need to know is where they're going. But what we do, and this is where it's a challenge for us as well as a challenge for them, is that throughout the planning process, we're constantly coming back to the goal rather than a place. So they might have encounters with uh, with someone who can talk about living life in the moment or living with more grace, whatever their outcome okay. is. So, so, so they're carried along that journey. Their mind is opened up. And then when they're in country, uh, so they might have received various interesting packages that all focus on them and their goal. And there might be even a packing list that says, you know, very, very late, we say, take a Hawaiian shirt, but also take some warm clothes. So we're, we're playing with them a little bit, but with the objective that they think not about the place, but their personal feelings, their own internal dialogue with, with, uh, with questions such as, oh, if it's Costa Rica that they're going to send me to, I wonder how that will feel. But then Newfoundland could be as interesting. So it's so, the internal dialogue that gets interesting. And what do you find with clients when you, when you take this planning and destination piece out for them and you shift this focus, what do you find is, is generally the result when they're finished with their trip? 
they're generally happy because we invest mm-hmm. a huge amount of time in, in ensuring yeah. they get because it's a fairly challenging idea. Right. We put thought up front. We take active control of of the things that they do during their trip, and so it, it's the it's the lib- they they feel a sense of liberation because they've shifted the responsibility entirely onto someone else, and because our team has a, a particularly rigorous approach to planning trips and to thinking about things. Well, let me ask you this question real quick, because we're going to have about yeah. 30 seconds or so for yeah. you to answer. Uh, maybe being, maybe it's because we're passionate and experienced travelers, you know, Mary and me, Rudy for that matter as well. But isn't part of the fun of travel all the planning and research and coordination that goes into it? What, what do you find? It's something that we definitely enjoy. Some of our clients enjoy it as well. And some just want to be liberated from that mm-hmm. and shift the responsibility. And you're trying to give yeah. them their time yeah. and just say, hey, we'll take, you tell us what you want. We'll go create all of this in, in a way that is unduplicated, and you're going to have an experience of, uh, of a lifetime. That's exactly it. So we've got clients who, who want to know where they're going and want to have control and involvement, and others who say, I want to expose myself to a different way of thinking about right. travel. and release that control, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. Philippe Brown, we're going to have to leave that there. Thank you very much. I have to say, we like the journey with no destination concept. It certainly adds spontaneity to travel, and you know, it gets us back to making real connections with travel experiences, and that ultimately leads to more adventure. So we like that. For more information, <laughs> you can visit brownandhudson.com. That's brown and Hudson.com. Philippe Brown, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Fascinating concept. Bespoke travel and a journey with no destination. Love it. It is. Okay, uh, we're out of time. So up next, we'll head back to London and reconnect with Rudy. Stay with us. We're back in three minutes. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Are you looking for some inspiration to help you get delicious dinners on the table every night, especially during this busy holiday season? Well, consider emails.com. For just a few dollars a month, emails.com will deliver delicious recipes with a corresponding grocery list right to your inbox or a free phone app. Take the stress out of planning, shopping, and cooking, especially during this busy time of the year. Right now, you can get emails.com for free for two weeks. Go to emails.com to get your free trial or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy max's world well this portion of rudy max's world is sponsored by mypillow.com remind you the holidays are here mypillow.com is certainly intent on making things merry now through the end of the year buy four pillows for the price of one wait what 
That's right. You'll get two classic my pillows and two go anywhere travel pillows for the price of just one my pillow. Buy now for the holidays. This is a new deal, by the way. New this week. This is weekend. Buy now for the holidays or give my pillow as a gift, and they'll extend their money back guarantee through March first. You've been hearing the carries and me talk about these pillows for a while. And now's your chance to get four my pillows for the price of one. Plus, they're so confident you'll love them as much as we do that they're extending their normal 60-day money-back guarantee through March 1st. But to get this offer, you must mention promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, when calling, or enter it after clicking on the radio special button at MyPillow.com. Each of my pillows is made in America with all American materials, and I love this part. They can be washed and dried. My pillows come with a 10-year warranty, not to go flat. They contain a patented interlocking fill that adjusts to your individual sleep needs. So right now, get my get four my pillows for the price of one. That's two classic my pillows, as well as two go anywhere travel pillows, risk free for yourself or for someone on your guest list. You can call eight hundred seven seven five nineteen eighty three, or click on radio or by clicking on radio special at mypillow.com and entering the promo code Rudy. You'll get the special deal. You can also find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Gary, well, you know, let me preface this interview by telling you, by, by saying the obvious, that this is a very, very difficult weekend uh, or time for Paris, French, actually for everyone in the world who values freedom, democracy, and just plain good sense. Um, Gary Zerker, however, to put a brighter spotlight, almost literally, on, 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 on Paris, is the photographer and author of a new award-winning coffee table book called The Glow of Paris. It's a coffee table book that's a picture book all in black and white, but stunning black and white photos of the bridges of Paris at night. Gary, welcome to the show. Hello, Rudy. How are you? Fine, thank you. Um, just back up just a little bit. And, you know, there are cities in the world, I must say not a whole lot in America, that do pay special attention to their bridges, all of their bridges, but or some of their bridges, excuse me. But Paris seems to pay great attention, has paid great attention to the construction of all of its bridges. It's put some sort of importance on on the architecture of bridges. Am I, is that just a romantic feeling I have, or am I right? Well, both. It's a romantic feeling, and you are right. The bridges uh, uh, first talked uh, were first talked about in 52 B.C. in Julius Caesar's Chronicles of the Gallic Wars, and that's when the first ones were built. But uh, the only one that's standing now that's the longest is the Pont Neuf, built in 1607. But what a great bridge it is! It is, and it, it, for those who don't tell know me it, about... for those who don't know Excuse it, me, Pont Neuf means new bridge. So the oldest bridge in Paris is called the New Bridge. <laughs> Strangely enough, your photographs are so stunning. Did you do an, a, a lot of special lighting to, to get these pictures? Actually, no. I think there was only one or two. I did some uh, what, you, what they call light painting. You take a, a flashlight mm -hmm. or a floodlight and you paint something uh, with the light. But most of them are taken only in their, uh, their ambient situation. With a very slow shutter speed? Oh, some of the shutter speeds were some were very long. Uh, there was one photo which was taken that the lens was open for 12 minutes. Oh my! That excuse me. When I didn't mean slow, I, I meant long shutter yeah. speeds. Right. In other words, very yes. Right. The, the shutter didn't. It was slow closing. How long? How long was the longest? 12 minutes. It was open, exposed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's why you don't see any people in most of the photos, because if someone walked through the scene while I was taking the photograph, sure. they wouldn't show up. 
Well, I was going to ask you, are you out at 3 in the morning doing this? Well, I would go out uh, as early as 8 o'clock in the evening, and I would stay out as late as 2. One time I was out till 2.30. That's why I couldn't shoot in the summer. I had to do all the shooting in the winter. In the summer, it doesn't get dark in Paris till around 11.30, and they turn off the lights on the bridges at midnight. So I had to shoot in the winter. Mm. Right, and also a lot more people walking around at night in the summer than in the winter. No I question presume. about it. That's right. How long did it take you to shoot all these photographs? I mean, I don't mean how long it took you to, but I mean, how long have you been working on the book? Let's put it that way. When I started, um, uh, I thought, well, this is a project that is probably going to take the better part of a year. Boy, was I ever wrong. It took five years to do the photography, then a year to do the research no. into the history of the bridges. Uh, so it's a, it was a total of a little over six years. Unbelievable. And did you live in Paris at the time? My wife and I lived there half time. She's French, and um, that's the reason uh, that we live there half time. I see. And and what kind of photography do you do when you're not shooting the bridges of Paris? Well, uh, I would tell you right now that I do none because that has capitalized on my time. But uh, I shot professionally right. for 35 years and shot mostly uh, advertising type photography for companies and advertising agencies. Well, this is, this is such a beautiful book. The book is called The Glow of Paris. You can get it at Amazon.com, The Glow of Paris. Frank Zerker is the photographer. Uh, his last name is spelled Z-U-E-R-C-H-E-R. But just look for The Glow of Paris at Amazon.com, and you'll find it. And this is stunning. If you're a Francophile or love Paris, you'll want to have this book. Frank, you. Uh, Frank, thank you. Excuse me. Gary, thank you for stopping by. <laughs> thank you, Rudy. It's been a pleasure. Gary Zerker, The Glow of Paris. And I'll learn how to talk during the next commercial break. Stay with me. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The Carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's World listeners receive a special buy one, get one free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. If you're a man over 40 and can't stop going to the bathroom during the night, if your urine flow is weak, if you're using the bathroom more than your co-workers, then you have all the signs of an aging prostate. Prostate problems affect the majority of us men as we age, and often we ignore waking up one, two, or three times a night to go to the bathroom until either you or your wife had enough. I urge you to call for your risk-free bottle of GoFlow Prostate Formula. GoFlow Prostate is non-prescription and contains clinically studied natural ingredients that help to reduce waking at night to urinate. GoFlow helps to increase urine flow when you go and helps to stop it when you sleep. Best of all, GoFlow Prostate was developed by medical doctor Mitchell Fleischer. Call now, try it risk-free, and you'll even get free shipping and handling. Call 1-800-667-8218. That's 1-800-667-8218. This offer is available for a limited time in response to this ad. Call now. 
Don't wait. Call 1-800-667-8218. That's 1-800-667-8218. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for 5 minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Christmas and the holidays with Chord Buddy and Chord Buddy Jr. are perfect. Do you love music? Want to learn to play the guitar or know someone who does? Get the system voted number one. If you can press a button, you're on your way. Chord Buddy will literally have you or your family or friends playing music the very first day. As you improve, simply remove the chord making buttons like training wheels on a bicycle. It's so easy. And for the kids, there's the popular Chord Buddy Jr. To buy a Chord Buddy as a holiday gift or learn more, visit ChordBuddy.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. And this portion of the program is sponsored by emails.com. Have you tried this service yet? It's totally free to test for two weeks. Then it's just a few dollars a month if you continue. The carries and I have been sharing with you how you'll save time and money when you let emails.com do the heavy lifting by planning your meals and organizing your grocery lists means you can stop searching for recipes and writing lists or wandering in the grocery aisles or wondering what's for dinner. Instead, each week you'll receive delicious new recipes with a matching grocery list right in your inbox or through their free app. Emails.com offers 50 plan options like classic, paleo, clean eating, gluten-free, low-carb, Mediterranean, kid-friendly, vegetarian, low-calorie, and more. Wait, there are more? And you can switch between plans as often as you'd like at no charge. So do what we do and get emails today. And as a listener of this show, you'll get two weeks free when you sign up at emails.com. That's E-M-E-A-L-S.com, emails.com. And you can find a direct link at rudymaxa.com on the homepage where we list our uh, sponsors who make this show possible. If uh, you live in the East Coast, well, you don't have to live in the East Coast. You can know these names anyway, or certainly if you're a journalist, you know the bylines James B. Steele and George L. Bartlett. Together, during 35 years at the Philadelphia Inquirer, they won a couple of Pulitzer, two Pulitzer Prizes, two National Magazine Awards, five George Polk Awards, and I can tell you as a journalist myself, those are major, major kudos. So who better than James Steele to find out where are passenger airplanes, many of them that are fly across our skies and the United States, maybe many U.S. airlines, where they have their planes serviced, where they have those planes taken apart, those engines fixed, everything kept up to snuff. He has a piece on that in the November issue of Vanity Fair that I read, and I asked him to be on the show for that very reason, because, well, uh, not all good news, I'm sorry. Mr. Steele, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Nice to be with you, Rudy. Now, 
let me steal your thunder a bit. I mean, basically, for for a long time now, U.S. airlines have been more and more been outsourcing their maintenance of aircraft. But the last time I looked as a journalist into this, which was a long time ago, the FAA was regularly inspecting these uh, these uh, facilities, and your piece says they're not. So before we get into that, so that's a shock. That's that was a lead to me. But before we get into that, let's talk about this. Why do airlines send their planes, fly their planes, and use up a lot of fuel to go? overseas or to other countries, and where are those other countries? It's a simple matter of saving money. Uh, labor costs are a big factor in heavy maintenance. There, there are any number of different phases of maintenance. Uh, there's the minor kinds of things that if you're sitting in an airport and you see mechanics working on a plane that's about to take off, small things like that, important things, I might add, but, but not major bits of maintenance for the most part. Then every few years, every major airplane has to go through what's called heavy maintenance. And this is where the entire plane is basically taken apart. Every wing, uh, flap, rudder, unscrewed, unbolted, parts are checked, cables gone over to see what kind of corrosion, any cracking. Uh, Inside the fuselage, everything is taken out. Uh, The carpeting, the seats, uh, the whole thing, down to the bare metal. So this is a process that every plane goes through about every five or six years. And for many, many years... Uh, the facilities that did that were in the U.S. Some of them were adjacent to the actual airports that we see, the big airports around the country. But starting about 10 to 15 years ago, um, most of the major airlines began moving this work, uh, a lot of it, offshore. Uh, Mexico is one place. Uh, El Salvador has a huge facility. Uh, a lot of it's in the Far East. United, for example, has a lot of its heavy maintenance done in a facility outside Beijing. So from it being not much of an issue uh, as recently as maybe 15 years ago, this is the trend that you see all the big carriers going through. And, and none and of these, what, none of these, excuse me for interrupting you, but none sure. of these facilities are owned by the airlines and the people working, taking these airplanes apart and putting them back together are not airline employees. Am I correct? You're correct. And I think that's a very, very important point because in the past, uh, when this work went on, let's say in an air, near an airport or adjacent to an airport, uh, the airline's uh, management was there, the employees were there, they could observe this process, see what the mechanics were doing. All of that went on. Now, by outsourcing this, and some of it's also uh, outsourced domestically, but I think I'm most concerned in the article is the stuff that's going on abroad. These are not uh, facilities owned by the airlines. These are uh, entities private companies abroad uh, that are contracting with uh, the airlines to do this work and to make a profit in the pro- in the process. In the past, this work was just... All right, James, I'm going interu- sure. to interrupt you here. I'm going to interrupt you here, and we'll take mm-hmm. a break, and I want you to come back, and, and we'll get a little more into that, and then we'll talk about the FAA. Can you hang Sounds on with good. me? Sure. Talking to James B. Steele, whose piece in the November Vanity Fair deals with where U.S. aircrafts go... For major maintenance. Many of them go abroad, and we're going to come back and dig a little deeper after this break. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back.
To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Nice to have you here. This portion of the program is sponsored by Emerald Waterways, and we've got some sweet deals for you. S-U-I-T-E. Book any trip in Europe on a panorama, in a panorama balcony suite or grand balcony suite, or owner's one-bedroom suite, and you'll receive a value-added package that'll give you an extended drinks package with beer, wine, and soft drink, complimentary all day, and I presume all night. Uh, discover more optional tour included in every port. A wellness treatment of either a massage or hair beauty appointment, all included if you book a suite. This is available on the 7 or 14 night Emerald Waterways itineraries. So now the best river cruise for value, as decided by the cruise critic editors, is an even better value. Book by December 20th to receive this offer, or you may want to consider Emerald Waterways two-for-one Munich and Salzburg option on their Enchanted Mountains, Forest, and Rivers tour. There are river tours, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways cruise ships. Their ships include spectacular features like onboard pools and cinemas, innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, first-class service from an English-speaking crew. You can't beat the value in one of the most stylish, stylish river vessels out there. So whether it's Europe or Asia, go to emeraldwaterways.com and see for yourself how great these cruises are. Just request uh, the brochure. It's a fabulous brochure, very colorful. You'll like it. Tell them you heard about it on RudyMaxis.com. And take RudyMaxis.com. And take advantage of the sweet deals, by the way. That's EmeraldWaterways.com for your free brochure. Or, again, go to RudyMaxis.com and look under sponsors. We're in the middle of a conversation with investigative reporter uh, James B. Steele, whose piece in the November Vanity Fair will make you ooh, think when you get on a plane the next time. If you are a little nervous about flying, you might not want to read it. Or then again, you might. It's, it really is a look at where many U.S. passenger aircrafts go for their heavy maintenance when they need to be taken apart and put back together again every five or six years. Uh, Costa Rica, Mexico, China, or some of the out-of-country out of, uh, places they go, these companies are not owned by the airlines. They're owned by private companies that contract to do this. What's the problem, James? And why aren't FAA inspectors inspecting them as, as they used to inspect all U.S.-based uh, maintenance facilities when they were operated mainly by airlines? Well, the, the, the offshoring of this has just essentially gutted the investigative process. There are two things involved. One is just the logistics. I mean, if, you're, if there's a big overhaul base, let's say, next to San Francisco Airport, which there used to be, by the way, it was a pretty simple matter for an, invest, an inspector to drop by and see what the work was going. Sure. But now, uh, if that base is in China or El Salvador or any one of the other uh, countries we mentioned, uh, the inspectors, the FAA, has to get a visa. Uh, then once the visa is issued, they basically tell uh, the host government when they're going to drop by and, and see this facility. So the element of surprise is gone. But more important than that, the FAA just doesn't have the manpower to do this. When, when I began the research on this article, the FAA actually had two international offices where there were inspectors. You know how many they have today? None. The last one in the developing world. That's incredible. In Singapore, was closed during the time I was actually doing the research on this in that short of time. So the process that used to go on that was just regular and systematic and very well established in this country has essentially been gutted and eroded by, by the offshore flight at these facilities. I think it's uh, ironic that or, or depressing that an agency called the Federal Aviation Agency can't get doesn't have the budget, apparently, to fly inspectors regularly or even to post an inspector or two in each country near one of these major facilities. It's part of the whole uh, deregulation of, that, of the industry that goes back a long time. Basically, what it means, 
and this is why I say in the article, keep your fingers crossed, they've turned this whole process over essentially to the airlines. It's now up to the airlines to self-police, uh, to see how well these companies that they've hired are, are doing the work, to make sure if errors occur that they correct them. And it's, and it's chilling because there are any number of incidents, there's no hard data on this, but there's any number of incidents, anecdotal uh, situations where planes have come back from these overseas shops, missing screws in the wings, uh, seals improperly installed on doors, uh, radio communications facilities malfunctioning. There's a whole range of these things. And, and it can be the simplest kind of thing that can cause the problem. If you don't put a nut on a bolt, uh, this may come loose and puncture a fuel tank, as happened in the Far East several years ago. Uh, fortunately, everybody on that plane had just gotten off as the plane exploded. So, you know, th- none of this work is unskilled. It's all extremely important, extremely vital. And uh, we, in this day and age, in terms of regulation, have almost uh, no oversight of it. And I think that's what uh, concerns a lot Are of people. Are you comfortable that's- flying, J- uh, Are you comfortable flying, James? I've I've been flying for many many years, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll probably have to continue to fly, as almost all of us will be. But uh, this is the kind of knowledge that uh, uh, maybe I just not know if it, to tell you the truth. But uh, I I was totally unaware of this until I started looking into this just uh, a very short time ago, and I was really astonished at how rapidly and how quickly it's changed, and um, the implications for the future are worrisome to me. Uh, it's worrisome to me as well, and I thank you for bringing this to our attention in Vanity Fair and on the radio show. Thank you, James B. Steele, for stopping by. Glad to be with you, Rudy. Uh, James Steele, investigative reporter's piece, is in the November Vanity Fair. Pick it up, read it. There are a couple other stories of uh, planes coming back to their owners, to their airlines, uh, with incomplete work done that uh, you know won't, won't thrill you if you fly as often as I do. And I've got, in fact, i got to catch a plane this week to come back to the United States. I'll be back in the U.S. in my usual post in the St. Paul, Minnesota Bureau next weekend. I thank you for joining me this weekend. We'll keep the folks in France in mind. We may look a little deeper into that in next week's show. I hope you'll join me again here in Rudy Max's world. Meanwhile, have a lovely week. Listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.